hey hey what's good whoa welcome back (laughs) thank you so much for joining me on this episode um and your patience in waiting um i know excuse me i said at the beginning that this was just kind of you know gonna be different paced and that i come out with episodes kind of when i want when i want to talk about things and whatnot so i thank you for your patience in dealing with my not uh set in stone schedule anyway i wanted to talk about my experience speaking at a conference last week so without further ado let's go so i am a sociology major and that's important that's why i'm saying it um and the conference we went to was csa california sociological association and so it is a conference for sociologists doing different research and wanting to present i think it's wanting to present i'm not entirely sure um and um professors can speak at it graduate students undergrad um yeah and so i am taking an environmental sociology class to a get credits and units and b uh, to finish out my upper division electives for my major um but the prof who teaches that class pretty much have had her since starting my sociology path at Loma um emailed me and a few other girls in our class saying hey there's this conference this is a great opportunity I'm emailing you guys because um you would have the sociological background to talk about something related to the environment you know you would bring other sort of um ideas into the mix um so that's why i mentioned that i'm a sociology major um and so i at first was not gonna do it i was like you know i got work on that friday i can't do it i can't take time off like i gotta i gotta do that and then one of the girls texted me and was like hey i was thinking about doing this are you doing this like i'll do it if you do it and we can be partners and i was like you know why not why not so i re-emailed my professor and was like actually i can come i figured it out cool beans so there's only three of us out of i think like the five that she emailed um that went so it was me my partner and then another girl and so the requirements were pretty much any topic you want as long as it's related to the environment and you bring the sociological background to it so for whatever reason my mind went to electric vehicles and i think leading up to that point it was because i was talking to my boyfriend about electric vehicles because he was talking about this policy that california is or has i guess instated that by 2030 2035 it's only going to be primarily primarily electric vehicles and so you know i was like okay like that's kind of cool like we could talk about that and talk about the um 
benefits of electric vehicles because you know it's been marketed and displayed on social media and um other sources that you know they're sustainable go green save the environment um you know so that's kind of like where i was intending to go for it and um whatnot and my my partner is taking a sustainability class so her professor had some resources um and as we were looking at it and i was like oh um electric vehicles are not as green as i thought they were and you know we proposed our idea of talking about electric vehicles my professor really you know latched on to that so that was kind of what we were presenting on or what we were going to present on and then so sorry my window is open <laughs> um but that's what we were going to present on and that kind of stuck and so we were doing research got sources and so you know process was started um yeah learned some valuable and interesting information while america thinks that electric vehicles are green and beneficial for the environment the process of getting to electric vehicles is not as green as one might think um first i'm literally gonna give you like bits and pieces from my presentation <laughs> um but first the environmental impacts are hidden because a you know different marketing techniques lack of transparency from automotive industries just don't give the full truth um and we're told that oh when we dispose of the batteries that's mainly where it comes from that it's getting taken care of but what happens is that the disposing of the batteries leads to different contaminants that leak and get into the air and affect the environment it's also that only five percent of the batteries are actually are actually recycled so we're not actually being sustainable in our disposal process so there's that two while electric vehicles you know produce or emit less fossil fuels because you know they're not running on gas the charging stations actually produce fossil fuels um you know i'm not i don't in my research i don't know if it was all of them but majority of the grids that the charging stations are connected to are producing fossil fuels so that's not green um and getting the resources that we so desperately need for our electric vehicles and different technology things um is not green we take advantage of developing countries for our benefit um when we mine the different resources that go into the batteries so nickel copper manganese lithium and cobalt we're destroying all of those environments for our benefit um nickel is indonesia and philippines and that is 
resulting in land degradation and deforestation and topsoil removal, which um, impacts the farming land, the agricultural lands. Um, copper is in Chile, and that is seen in destruction of vegetation, topsoil, groundwater being contaminated. Manganese is resulting in air, water, and soil pollution. Lithium is resulting in groundwater being taken and then not fully cleaned and being released back to the community with toxins in it. Cobalt is more of a controversial one because the labor conditions for the miners is not that great and most of the miners are children. Um, We actually, my partner and I, got to interview two Congolese people for our project. Why? Because 70% of cobalt is found in the Congo and the Congo is a central part of Africa and also the world because of how rich it is in resources that are taken from them for Western countries and more developed countries. And in this interview, we were told that working in the mines is a way of living. They don't know any different. To them, it's normal. And they only make a dollar a week. And as I said, like shortly ago, it's child labor. They are, children are either born into it or orphans or they drop out of school to make a living because that is a main source of income. And like, imagine that. Imagine you at 10 years old dropping out of school to go work in a mine to extract a resource that you don't know the value of and are okay working for a dollar a week and which labor conditions are horrible because of the tight spaces, lack of safety equipment, and the air you're breathing includes toxic chemicals. But that's all you, but that's, you know, that's normal. Like, like imagine that. Imagine dropping out of school and that's, and that's your life, working for a dollar a week in a dangerous place, a dangerous mine. Or imagine, you know, if you're older, imagine your child dropping out of school to go work in a mine that is not safe for only a dollar a week to help with income for the house. Um, and just in that interview, like, I really wish a lot of people were, were there or listening in because some of the things they said was just so powerful and just, you know, made me really rethink, like, what advertisements are actually saying. Because something else I found in the research is, um, and even that I learned in the class, is greenwashing. And greenwashing is basically companies showing the benefit of, excuse me, products, um, 
oh my gosh, I feel like I actually need to pull up the definition because now I'm going to say it wrong. But it's basically saying that products are green when in reality they're not. Um, you know, just kind of labeling them as green and sustainable. And what I learned is, excuse me, is is the marketing technique, as I stated earlier, is industries use clever marketing techniques to, you know, display, yes, buy electric vehicles, they're better for our environment, and this is why, you know, they, there's a lack of transparency, as I said, they pick and choose which data to show us, so when we, you know, just look up, are electric vehicles good for the environment, you know, we're only shown a certain amount of data, and it's only data that the companies want us to see, because they know that they'll benefit from the profit because you know that's kind of what america's about is making money and more money and profit and you know it's just a cycle and i'm not saying that electric vehicles are bad i'm saying that we need to rethink the process of getting to electric vehicles you know the if what can we do from the mining stage to the shipment stage to the manufacturing stage to the actual like producing stage like in each of those processes and even like even more interwoven processes like what can we do at each stage to make it more beneficial for the environment like actually beneficial for the environment but also for the communities that are essentially suffering because of america's greed um so yeah it was really interesting to learn about all of that and i would say that the conference went well honestly um we i kind of missed (laughs) some points we were allowed our note cards you know so we didn't have just a bunch of information and reading off of it word for word um i missed some points in my note cards and i was like oh shoot like that was a good point and i missed it but you know it's okay like we still got our information across people were engaged when we had our question and uh discussion after everybody presented um and so it was it was a good discussion a great opportunity and experience and so i guess that's kind of i wanted to share you know my experience with that and what i learned but you know if you're a high school student or a college student and there's an opportunity that presents itself either in the form of an email a flyer a professor a fellow student a club whatever and it interests you intrigues you you know go to an info session if they have it ask more questions you know figure out the information that you need and take take the opportunity take the chance because it may be beneficial to you in some way shape or form whether that's learning something new and finding something that interests you and doing more a deep dive into that 
whether that's putting it on your resume and, you know, at different job interviews, having employers asking questions of like, oh, so I see that you did this, like, tell me more about that. Um, Or if that's simply just going to that thing, whatever it is, and putting your foot in the door so that you have connections that you could potentially reach out to for whatever may come up in the future. You know, I think sometimes we're so quick to see an opportunity to be like, eh, I don't know, and decline it instead of actually thinking about it. I know I'm guilty of that. I literally did that for this conference and it turned out to be a nice, fun experience. It was also very long, but you know, it was, it was an experience and it's beneficial to me because I learned something about electric vehicles and our environment and the different communities that are impacted but I was also able to put my foot in the door for you know possibilities in the future should they come up and I got to put it on my resume so should you know future employers be like oh so I see that you went to this conference like tell me more about that and this is what you like what'd you speak on and what'd you find out and how was your reason you know just depend you know depending on what I do but yeah so that's what I wanted to share on um yeah (laughs) if you want to talk about electric vehicles more and you know kind of just have me you know go deeper in depth of what I found by all means I am open to having that discussion um I'd also you know just recommend seeing what other sustainable options of transportation there are or what can possibly be done to make electric vehicles a little more sustainable if that's you know not requiring cobalt and lithium or other resources that are extracted and kind of ruining the environment that it's coming from um or even like a different uh make of sustainable cars i don't know if that's the right word anyway you know like you could also like do your own research into seeing what is out there um but yeah um the sorry going back real quick to the policy it's 2035 my partner found it by 2035 california is supposed to have all electric vehicles so you know California is a big state and that's that's a lot of electric vehicles a lot of people and a lot of batteries so just something to think about but anyway thank you for listening to this episode and I will see you on the next one